Welcome to Southern Gospel Now, episode 124. I'm Greg Goodman with your weekly look inside Southern Gospel music. Southern Gospel Now is made possible by daywind.com where you'll find Southern Gospel music and soundtracks. We begin our report with prayers for Amber Neelan Kistler. She was in the hospital this past week with pneumonia and blood clots in both lungs. Her husband, Nathan Kistler, talks about how things could have been much worse. We are so grateful for each of you praying for her over the last few days, and uh, God has really done a work in her body even today. And so we're very, very, very grateful for how God works things out. I was thinking about the fact Amber and I were going to be getting on a plane tomorrow to D.C., and I just kept thinking about the fact that if uh, she had gotten on that plane with these blood clots in her lungs, that could have very easily killed her. You know, God has a reason for why he allows the things he does in our, our lives, and we don't always understand why he does that. I'm just very thankful that the Lord has protected us over and over and over again. Amber is out of the hospital and said to be doing better. Please continue to lift her up in your prayers. Chris Taylor and his wife, Amanda, just welcomed twin girls, Josie and Olivia. Chris talks about joking with his wife early in their pregnancy. I just teased her about it, and I said, honey, you're having twins. And she said, don't say that, don't say that, don't say that. And so when we get to the hospital and we do the ultrasound, I told the technician who was about to do it, when my wife was in the restroom getting ready, I said, you should tease her. I've been teasing her this whole time we're having twins, so you should go along with it if you can. And she kind of laughed and said, I'm not going to do that. But when, when she put that thing on her stomach and she looked on the screen, sure enough, there was a picture of the most beautiful twins. I mean, it was just undeniable. And for the first second, we were all stunned in silence. And then we just busted out in laughter because it was so amazing. Mom and babies both said to be doing well. Our congratulations to the Taylors on these two miracles. Alex Jordan of the Jordan Family Band got to recently make two appearances on the Grand Ole Opry, playing drums for Daly and Vincent. Playing at the Grand Ole Opry was such a great experience, and it's definitely something that I'll never forget as long as I live. And that was my very first time at the Opry, and getting to do what I love, I can't even explain how good that feels. And I'm very thankful of my friend Garrett Anderson for recommending me and Darren and Jamie for believing in me. That is a bucket list item for any musician. Congrats to Alex Jordan on that great accomplishment. 40 Days and 40 Nights of Christian Music just wrapped up. Ray Flynn, president of Abraham Productions, talks about the success of this year's event. 40 Days and 40 Nights of Christian Music at the Ark Encounter this year was nothing short of amazing. We saw our attendance increase this third year. It jumped about 30% even over uh, last year. That part was great, but the bigger number was how many people came to know the Lord. We had 2,047 people that chose to follow Jesus Christ publicly during that 40-day event. And so that was just like the icing on the cake for the event because that's really what we wanted to see happen. We're already making plans for uh, for the next two years. In fact, next year we've already announced the dates that will be starting on July the 30th and running through September the 7th. And we will continue to have the very best in Christian music at this event as it continues to grow every single year. There will be a 40 Days and 40 Nights program on singing news tv this saturday night featuring brian free and assurance jimmy fortune and emily ann roberts 
Kim Hopper has a new single out to radio, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. And she talks about why she loves to do songs that are familiar to the audience. It brings back so many memories to these people. And you'll once we start singing some of these, we see the audience kind of lighten up and sing along. And I think that's important. I think they need to be a part of what you're singing, do things that are familiar for them so that they um, can relate to it. But we have new songs and and older songs and just all the, the hits. Of course, we always do the hits in our concerts. The latest from Gordon Moat is the first song. Gordon talks about how he happened to find this particular tune. So the first song uh, is a song I heard several years ago. I was looking for songs I think maybe for the Jordan family band, uh, I don't remember. But anyway, I was looking for songs and I heard this and I thought, man, I think this would be a great song for Gordon Mode if I ever cut another record. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for the rest of that story. Grant Gibson of Karen Peck and New River says often fans show their appreciation to the group through food, really good food. You know, one of the first things I noticed when I joined Karen and the group was the amount of love that you guys show uh, this family and this group. Honestly, it's, there's not a week that goes by that somebody doesn't bring something sweet, a cake, a pie. But here recently, we have some friends in Louisiana that brought a four-course meal. I mean, chicken and dumplings, dressing, greens, peas, the works. I love it. That is my kind of food. Man, that sounds good. It is college football season, and Ricky Carden of the Down East Boys says the group has noticed a personality change in Doug Pittman. Our tenor singer, Doug Pittman, is usually a kind of reserved, quiet guy, doesn't say a lot, and uh, football season comes, college football, and he is a Georgia fan for sure and uh, loves the Bulldogs. And so anytime on Saturdays, uh, when college football season is in, uh, we tell him he he changes his uh, persona for sure, and he goes from the little quiet guy, and he's up and down in the bus and yelling at the TV and uh, always trying to root on his Georgia Bulldogs. He, he loves them and loves college football. The Lefebvre Quartet is back to part-time touring with a new lineup that includes Jonathan Price in the tenor position. Jonathan tells us what he does work-wise when he's not singing. I'm in the construction industry whenever we're home, but uh, you know I have the autonomy to where I can leave and go and come as I, I please. Um, yeah, I can work remotely, so if we are out on a weekend and it's a long weekend, we need to leave on a Wednesday or Thursday, I have, like I said, I have that flexibility. I can do that and work remotely, and yeah, I'm very blessed in that aspect to where it's not going to be a hindrance on, on a potential blessing for somebody else down the road. Time for a look at the Power 50 chart. Number five. Nobody like Jesus. The Lefevre Quartet. There's nobody, there's nobody like Jesus. Number four. All things the South. I can do all things through him whose strength is me. Number three. Bragging on Jesus. The Steel. So let's take Think about there, greater vision. If you think about there, number one. That's why we pray. Brian Free and Assurance. That's why we pray. Congrats to Brian Free and Assurance on taking top honors this week. 
Well, that's our report. If you missed any of our other 123 episodes, they're available wherever you find podcasts, or you can go to southerngospelnow.com. I'm Greg Goodman reminding you to love your neighbor, and I'll see you back here next week for another edition of Southern Gospel Now.